this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. And good morning to everybody out there in the radio waves. Welcome back to your number one podcast, the art sport of professional wrestling. Yes, welcome back to Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, always sitting in the same studio, sitting across from the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Alex, what's going on? Oh, it's been a while. It's time. been a while. You got to fix that mic. Yep. So we, we took last week off because uh, we kind of realized that not much was going on in professional wrestling. And so, that's okay. And that's fine. I mean, yes, we always want to deliver content, but to be honest, um, you know, besides scheduling issues, sometimes it isn't always the greatest to put a new episode out because... Wrestling can get stale a little bit, like we always say, even though that in this business things change every week as technically it's entertainment. Um, a lot has gone on since we've come back, uh, or well, since the last time you heard us. Uh, a lot of matches for WrestleMania have been ready to go. Uh, they've been announced, and they're going to go forward with those matches. Most of them we're not surprised about uh, because we've kind of been giving you our opinions on WrestleMania for the past couple weeks, and we actually have been getting some of those predictions correct. Uh, there's a couple matches that haven't been announced yet, but we all know that they're coming down the pike. But, I mean, we can start this show with that. We have five questions for the satchel that was given to us by uh, our listeners out there. Uh, well, there's a lot of different ways we can go uh, to start this episode, but I mean, obviously, we don't follow any scripts here on Sons of Flip Radio, uh, so let's just uh, let's just talk about wrestling like we always do. How do you feel about the build-up for WrestleMania? Um, I think it's been going pretty good. I mean, some some episodes of SmackDown have kind of been like um, placeholders, if if you will. Like, there's been some some placeholder ones and some ones that really push the storyline forward. Yeah. You know, ebbs and flows, right? This is the season. Plus, you don't want to get too many people hurt. You know, you got to... You can't blow your load every episode. Yeah, no, you so can't, I mean, which is understood. Yeah. I, like, I get it, but, you know, it, it, when it comes down to it, it's... Um, the story of the bloodline and the it's story It's all about of, the bloodline, yeah. and it's all, it's all about that main main card. Um, but not to mention, uh, you know, we, we got a lot of uh, intercontinental stuff coming up right now. We do. Um, which is starting to really roll and get really hot. Which I really like. I mean, you know? it was interesting how they went towards the route of a double pin. Yeah. Because the whole concept of this is to have a triple threat match between Seamus, Gunther, and Drew McIntyre. Right. And remember, at Mania. if I'm not mistaken, today's the 12th, right? So, um, there's supposed to be an yeah, MSG Sunday show. morning. Sunday. Yeah, there is one there's today. There's an MSG show, and there's supposed to be a battle royal. Yeah, some stakes there. So now. Because they announced that, so th so this is this and they've is been the tricky pushing part. that, yeah, correct, yeah, yeah. So they already announced the match next week between Sheamus and Drew on SmackDown, most likely the main event. But then they also announced that for the house show today at the Garden, they're going to have the Battle Royal, where the winner of that is going to face Gunther at Mania. So it's a catch twenty two. Do you have both guys win it today with Sheamus and Drew? And then, well, what what do you think the mania plan is? I think the mania plan is to have a triple threat match, and I think that secretly that's so gonna be, that's going to be the best to, match of the weekend. So then somebody has to. How, how does that double count out? Like, what do, what do we do? Like what schmozzy? Well, it could be could be an interference with Imperium. 
a double uh, interference, and then Adam Pearce just announces a triple threat match. So then tonight's thing at MSG is nothing then? Well, you it could... Even it, though they announce... You, know, they, like, you could... I mean, for that, I think more people are looking at SmackDown than the MSG show to determine the outcome and the prediction for this match to go into Mania. Because I, uh, I think they're marketing the... Because, I mean, when I saw the announcement of the house show stipulations to where the Battle Royal... I didn't know if that was like a dirt cheat thing or if that was like out there on the WWE website for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah. Unlike the SmackDown one where right. they already announced it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to get what you want. Sheamus, Drew, and Gunther. And I mean, in my opinion, if if Drew does win, which I think will happen, he can pin Sheamus and not make Gunther look weak. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think Triple H wants to pin Gunther just yet. I think that this is very similar to the Bobby Lashley U.S. title run that he had. Because when he lost the U.S. title to Riddle, that was part of a triple threat match with Keith Lee, Riddle, and Bobby Lashley. This is during the Thunderdome era. Yeah. And Bobby was hot as hell back then. And then for him to become champion, he had to drop the U.S. title without looking weak. Do I think that Triple H sees Gunther as a champion right now? I think he sees him as a good opponent. That's if they go towards the route with Cody Rhodes. Right. So, I mean, I think having, you know, having it set up in steps is good. You're going to have step one, which is a triple threat match. So that's just going to signify that Gunther may not lose. He could lose, but not get pinned. Right. Which, you know, they're they're saving his first pinfall loss for obviously something. You know, you yeah. always want to make those things special mm-hmm. as much as you can. When you, you can. can. I mean, yes, he's lost in, prob- in part of six man tags with Imperium. But again, he hasn't got pinned. Right, right. So, I mean, that's, there's, there's that's a buffer there. Fun. There right, is a yeah. buffer, yeah. And that's the other two guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, Sheamus is at the point in his career where he has won every title except the IC title. So, this is a good story for him. But yet, if he gets pinned, it's fine. Because if you look at his track record... Out of those, out of the three guys right now, between Sheamus, Gunther, and Drew, definitely Sheamus is the one that should get pinned above the other two, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drew is two and Gunther's one, but I mean, I think Drew has more to prove than Sheamus because Sheamus had his time feuding with the Bloodline, part of the Brawling Broods, getting that grown up a little bit, having the matches already with Gunther. Yeah, the banger after yeah, banger, you know, that that's people, where that came from. Yeah, right? that people still remember. And people are still clamoring for him and Gunther just one-on-one mm-hmm. for him to actually win it. Because, again, they keep telling the story that that's the one that he hasn't won yet. Yeah. Um, and who's to say that, you know, he can't win it and then drop it? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know, I, mean, I don't want to like, transition into, like, the U.S. title picture, that, but, but no, that could I mean, be a similar situation as well. That was a good way you brought that up because I was about to say that's how you may see Theory lose at WrestleMania to John Cena. Yeah. Let John Like, this is very similar. Do you remember when Zack Ryder won the t- IC title at WrestleMania 32? Yes, he did. I believe his dad was there, and yeah. then the next night he lost it. Opening match. Right, opening match of Mania, he wins the ladder match. No one thought he was going to win. Yep. He was kind of added to that match, I think, a week and a half or two weeks before. Yeah. Like, as late as you can go. And then The Miz beats him less than 24 hours later. So, I mean, for the cheap pop, yes. For your moment, yes. John Looking Cena. back on that situation, I have no clue why that happened. Neither I do I. I guess it was just a moment thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they felt they owed it to whatever, but yeah. Shock and awe moment. I mean, John Cena. Well, that's yeah. true. John Cena, 16-time world champion. Doesn't have much to prove. I mean, he's doing so much outside of the wrestling. So right then, now. who would he? Let's say hypothetically, you know, we're getting we're putting the cart before the horse yeah. here. John wins. Okay. Although I do think he's going to put over. Um, 
I think that he should put Theory over. Yeah, that's what but it, now it depends. John on who, Cena doesn't seem to be a guy like other it depends legends. On who's, that it depends are, on who's pulling the strings. Because yeah. everybody can say that Vince McMahon has nothing to do with WrestleMania, but I think he does. Yeah. Look at how John Cena's—that's his guy. You look, know? look up Brock and Omos. You know what I mean? Vince is going to leave his mark somehow, somewhere. You, you think Vince slipped a note under the door? He was like, "Hey, hey, let me what, help." What, yeah, yeah. One more. He. I just think he. I just think he. Please do this for me. I just you think, owe me. Yeah. He gave him a dollar. He put a dollar in. It. I think he just kicked the door down and said, "I'm sitting right here in Gorilla because Brock, John, Roman." Those are probably the oh, last, yeah. the last of Vince guys. You know what I mean? I mean, Taker's done. Taker's done. Mm-hmm. So you have Brock, John, and Roman. All three of those guys have matches at Mania. Yeah. Right. All three of those guys can probably win their match at Mania. Yeah. So now, say if Vince says, "I want these three guys to win," that Brock, it really doesn't matter because he's facing Omos. Everybody knows that Brock's on his way out of the company. I mm-hmm. think this match against Omos is going to be no longer than five minutes, but at the same time, he's going to five to eight. And five eight to is eight, on, and eight minutes is only because the ten minutes, takes including entrances. Right? Yeah. But I think this match was only made by Vince to get Brock over in his last mania. I think this is the last mania for Brock. Well, in he my keeps opinion. going in the back saying that, like, you know, hey, he's wrapping things up. He is. I think he is. I mean, the guy has nothing else to prove. He did everything that he's had to do. He's been a multiple time world champion. He's put over the future in Roman Reigns. He's the I wonder one, how much money this he's guy's the one made. that has beat the Undertaker at Mania. The first one to beat the Undertaker at Mania. I think there's that really right nothing there, else for you to he do. He could have rode off on that one. Yeah. You know? I mean, you've had memorable WrestleMania main events, you know, whether it be the Shooting Star Press from WrestleMania 19. That's where he broke his neck. Yeah, and then, you know, you you come back and you have matches with, I think he had a match with Triple H at a Mania. He had a match with yeah, the Undertaker. Yeah, it was the year before the Undertaker. Thing. Yeah. It was the match with Triple H in New York. 29, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, he's had a hell of a career, and for him to give, like, his kind of condolences on the, on the the on his way out, which is what he's been doing, is perfectly fine. I'm fine with that. Like, if, if you told me right now that Brock Lesnar, hey, is Brock Lesnar going to be in your television again? Probably not for a while. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. Because that, we can finally close that page. Yeah. Like, yes, do I love John Cena back? Yes, because I think John Cena, you know, and he's play- great talent. He's playing that role just for a little bit. That's and then all he's he has gone. to like, do. And that's okay. You yeah. know, we know it. He Let knows it. Let that page close. So if that takes Vince to, to put the nail in the coffin of Brock, okay, fine. Yeah. But then... You say to yourself, the the most important out of those three matches is the is Roman and Seth. Like if Roman beats Seth, uh, not so, so um, Cody. Sorry, if Roman beats Cody, right? Mm. If it's not Cody now, then who? You know, like we've always had this. If it's not Kevin Owens, then who is it? If it's they, not they, Seth Rollins, then who is it? They've if been it's uh, not Finn Balor, then who is it? They've been talking on a lot of podcasts I listen to is is that question. It's like, okay, well, who who's let's the guy? play the devil's advocate. What if he doesn't win? Yeah, you're like, and then you're like, oh shit! If he doesn't win, they're gonna set up a six man tag for Backlash with Rhodes, Zayn, and Owens against the Bloodline. That's well, what they. Th- I think do. that's gonna happen regardless. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's really interesting to know that Roman can probably win this match. Like, yeah. it's not as easy as people think. Oh yeah, Roman's just gonna drop the belt and. 
you know, he's just going to ride up into the sunset and do his own thing. Right. But who's to say that he's going to drop the belt to Cody? Like, what's more important, the word 1,000, which is the amount of days that Roman will have if he does beat Cody, or just having Cody wait, wait, winning so for the be, legacy of his father? So he'll be at 1,000 by Mania? Or no? No, no. Past Mania will be over 1,000. Past 1, Mania, that's yeah. what I thought. Now, I went when I, I went to the house show with Trenton a couple... Oh, we got to talk yeah, about that. Last week. It was a good show. I mean... Um, Cody was on it. Cody was on it. He had a huge pop. Him against Finn Balor before the break. Oh, um, wow, that's a good. I want to see that. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. Judgment Day was there except Rhea. And both the times um, they were between two matches. It was Dominic and Damian Priest against the uh, OC. Yep. And then Balor against Rhodes in a different match. Wow. And both of the times the Judgment Day attacked the wrestler before the bell like during their entrance got it so the judgment day didn't have an entrance actually mm. no finn balor's music hit but he jumped uh Rhodes in the ring from behind uh it was a good event no bianca no uh of the women who were there oh uh, there's only six women there were damage control and mia yim candice LeRae, and oscar started off as a started, started off as a tag match two on two and then Bailey got in, Asuka jumped back in, they announced a three on three. Okay, fair enough. Dakota Kai, ridiculous live. Yeah. Gorgeous. gorgeous. Um Asuka have her entrance? No, no. She yeah, jumped in. She did. Kinda. She did. She didn't wear the mask, so she just had the paint. No, oh, okay. Um so the ma- I mean it was a good card. The opening match was Gargano versus Corbin. And then we saw uh the O. C. versus Judgment Day, Bronson Reed versus Elias, Dolph Ziggler versus Mustafa Ali. Mm. Yeah, six, they're going somewhere with yeah. that. I'm, I'm, the six-woman tag match, like I just said. The main event was Rollins versus Theory. And then you had Cody Rhodes versus Balor. Mm. So, I mean, it was there weren't many superstars on the show. But I, 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 I to me, I, I still think that's a pretty good card. It's a good card. No, it was a good card. Crazy show fifth to miss. row from the ring. It was nice. I seen. Yeah, seen it was the pretty cool. I mean, I only zoomed a little bit. But, I mean, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes live had a huge pop. Probably... I mean, I think that, Rollins that, had a bigger one. That whoa is yeah, getting louder it happened. and louder. It is, yeah. No, yeah. and it was loud. I mean, I would say I'm maybe 90, 90% of the seats were sold out for Trent, which That's is nice great. for a house show. That's awesome. A lot of kids. Um, but Rollins had a huge pop. So did Rhodes. Those two guys are the biggest. They're over. Yeah. Asuka had a pretty good pop, too. So, I, you know, got to put it on her. Yeah. That's it. But um, Finally, and... and She's got to win at Mania. She can't lose again at Mania in another big she, match. No, she should win. She's got. She has to win. Yeah, but like and we'll talk about that. I, I, don't I, I think it's too hard. Too I think it's too hard to do our predictions. I mean, I know, I we're, know we're we're far out. I mean, it's the twelfth, but three weeks. Yeah, WrestleMania's three weeks from three today. Weeks. It's not really that far if you really think no, about really. it. Couple um, shows when you when you split how many shows are left, you're like, oh, that's not a lot. That's really not a lot of shows. Yeah, we got our first inductee for uh, the I mean, Hall of Fame. Yes. Is it just for an angle? No. I think that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, they're going to announce him versus Dom at Mania, too. His last match, Rey Mysterio's last match is this year's Mania, mm-hmm. in my opinion. He, again, he hasn't done nothing. He he came back. You knew he was going to be a world champion. He's been back for a very, very, very long, long time. time. He became tag champs with his son. He did that. He's accomplished what he needed to. He accomplished to. what he needed to Another do. Another person like and Brock Lesnar yeah. that we were talking about. <clears throat> his and I know how you feel him. about Ray, but like he's done what he needs oh, yeah. to do. Again, I'm not the biggest he's, Ray fan. He can wrap it up yeah. and, and be happy. 
I just personally, I don't. If he's there, yeah. he's there. Cool. If he's not, he's not. Okay. I have a lot of respect for the guy. He just wasn't my favorite growing up. That's it. I respect you. Awesome. You had but a great career. damn all the toys you're going to get. Yeah. I just, I wasn't a big Rey Mysterio could guy. Could you imagine all those Rey Mysterio toys could probably fill this room right now? Absolutely. Do you realize that? I mean, we have one. It's Masters of the Universe behind you. We have yeah. one Rey Mysterio. And uh, the amount of, I mean, he's very toyetic, but I mean, it's, I got a new one too. I got the Undertaker, Funko. Oh, Christine shit. got it for okay, me. The purple one, yeah, oh, yeah. Just came to the other. It was like eight bucks. Nice. Um, no, but I, I do think you can throw on Dominic versus Ray for the career. And if he, if he gives up the mask and gives it to his son, I mean, it's going to be hard to, in three weeks, figure out how to have the sympathy spot, a.k.a. the Macho Man Miss Elizabeth spot where mm-hmm. everyone's crying in the, in the stands. In, in that kind of, especially with the two-night event. Yeah. Where, where you do you do put it? that match? I'll tell you where you put it. You have to put it before the break or that big gap between mm-hmm. separating the first half of the card and the second half yeah. of the card because that's the only way where you can reset and go from there. The only match, I, I know Logan Paul announced on his podcast that they haven't announced in WWE world, but him and Seth will be night one. Oh, at least night one. At least yeah. night one. And uh, that, to okay. be honest, that could that be the opener. Op- that could be the opening match of Mania. That or Seth uh, Rollins versus that or the Intercontinental Championship. We've gotten that in the past. Yeah. Um, I mean, Seth Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul to open up Mania and have Seth come out first with the crowd. The place would be rocking. Yeah, it would be. Because <laughs> I mean, if, if you if, song, if you dude. look at crowd reaction or crowd uh, interaction with with the uh, Logan's got Logan's got to come out first. No. I think Rollins comes out first to get the huge pop. To open. All right, here we go. His music hits. And yeah. Then, okay, got After it. After the right. opening scene, Tyro. Like, play it out. Yeah. Here, burn it down. Yeah. That should be the first match of Mania, in my opinion. Well, I mean, he, it would be another Mania that he opened. Yeah, Remember, which he is o- fine. He opened that one. He opened 35 that we went to, and he opened 34 with the IC, the triple threat. Mm-hmm. That's it was fine. So, so good. It was. If you watch that, well, I mean, so good. I mean, to be honest, I think the Miz might be the one to open up Mania because he's the he's host. the hoster. Yeah, he's so the host. He, he can do that. Got it. Which is fine too. Apparently, there's there's word on the table that LA Knight may be facing Austin at Mania. I don't know. No, you have to th- come up with that one really quick. Yeah, I gotta read the uh, read the tea leaves there. Yeah, I mean, promo wise, I would love to see LA Knight versus Austin. Obviously, it's a, a little something, you yeah. know, kind of like a, LA Knight's really good. He is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's awesome. I think he might be Mr. Money in the Bank. He should be. Yeah. Right now, he he's giving me like a, I, can't, I hate to say this because I don't mean this in a bad way. He's giving me like Mr. Kennedy vibes. He is. Yeah. Because I don't think there's anybody else on the. Ro- I mean, if you really look at it. I mean, if Cody Rhodes somehow lost to Roman and then won the Money in the Bank, that'd be just like cheap, like a right. Okay. And then like, it, this would, isn't it cool. would basically rehash what was probably supposed to happen yeah. last Works year. Works better on a heel. Yeah. Don't put it on Corbin, right? And we'll get to Corbin in oh, a second Jesus. Uh, because one of our questions is based around Corbin. I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> we sounds, might as that well. Totally sounds like it. We, we yeah. might as jump. No, no, in. no that's a uh, Franco question. Yeah, so we might we might even jump into um, the satchel, which we should because I mean, don't let the people wait. They waited so nah, long. I know. So we haven't done the wrestling satchel. Now, everyone, anyone out there who's listened to us for the first time, thank you, or the first couple times. The wrestling satchel is just a way for you, the listener, to interact with us. Um, us hosts here and come up with a question and you put it on our social media and then we pick it out of a hat and all that stuff 
and then we call you out on our show. So we did a couple satchels. Let me stop for a good maybe six months, but we're going to do one now because leading into WrestleMania, a lot of people have questions about WrestleMania and they want to ask us stuff. So it's a good I time mean, to bring it back. Yeah. It is. So um, our first question uh, does come from. We need um, sat. We need like opening. <laughs> we'll work on it, but we need yeah, like when we, we do satchel, we that. have to hit like a, a button. So here's a question from our dear friend Anthony Ferretti, big listener on the show. Uh, we all know the company missed the boat on Hogan vs. Flair at Mania 8. In your opinion, what other huge Mania feud or bouts has the company failed to deliver on? Oh. And this could be not just because they missed it. It could have been because it, it happened and it just didn't come mm-hmm. off the way it did. I didn't like how they did Bray vs. John Cena. The third. Um, at 30. Because... That I mean, seemed like it we all know the outcome, because, yeah. but it did seem like a burial for Bray. He was so involved on hyping up that feud on Raw with and without Cena. I mean, Cena was still part of his, uh, you know, Super Cena. Yeah, right there. and I mean, so like, you know, they had that. they had all the kids come out and saying, we, you know, he's got the whole world during Raw yep. and kind of you saw Bray brainwashing like little John Cena fans and all that stuff. But like. That was cool, but I kind of feel like they could have done more with Bray's character in that match. I mean, yeah, it was a great match, and Bray took the loss. Just I mean, he obviously the story of his over, mania. Right. He if he should... went over, what happens? Yes. Oh, we don't I know. Mean, That's if, the point of the question. Yeah, that was Bray's first match at Mania, WrestleMania 30. I remember he debuted in, in August of the previous year. In a gimmick match, and this wasn't a gimmick match. And at, at and thirty-one, what did what did we get from him? Bray at thirty-one, he lost to the Undertaker. That's what it was. Yeah, because we were at he the lost wall. Undertaker. He lost the Undertaker. Yeah. Again, you know. I mean, that was that was even harder for him to build up that match because Taker wasn't coming out on Raw. Yeah. He was lighting caskets on fire. He was doing all this, you know, hibbity jibbity stuff that just. Yeah, creepy things. But, I mean, I really think they missed a boat on that because that could have been the introduction of John Cena realizing that his career is on the way down. Not right. the way down. Well, but I mean, it's a tough way to the go because second if he won, half of the then career. the next year he would have lost to Taker and then he would have reset him again. So it would have been tough. Thinking in a vacuum. Well, John Cena didn't have a match at WrestleMania 31, did he? He didn't because the, the main event was Lesnar versus Reigns. Yeah. And you had Rollins technically win. So there, he didn't have a match at that year's Mania, I don't mm-hmm. believe. No, I meant b- between Prey and the oh, Undertaker. Oh, between Prey. If he, if he I mean, won the year before, then he lost to the Undertaker in the same fashion. Or who knows? I mean, the steam from that match from one year could have carried over through I mean, the following year. I mean, if you look at Bray Wyatt's WrestleMania track record with it's, 30, 31, yeah, and 32. It's, it's 30, he lost to Cena. 31, he lost to Taker. 32, he was involved in the rock angle, technically. Yep. Right? He came out as the leader of the of the family which he was and then eric rowan took the loss to him in four seconds so i mean the wyatt family have has had com- complete burials we always talk about how the big show never had his wrestlemania moment bray <laughs> wyatt never really had a wrestlemania moment no. look at look back at it seriously and this could be a thing I mean, bray it, wyatt has not had a wrestlemania moment like we're just thinking about this now he really hasn't has he won a match at mania no, no. he hasn't he lost in the in the in the insects match, I like to call that to Randy Orton with thirty three. Yeah, yeah, and um, he lost to Randy Orton again, mm-hmm. right? COVID Mania Firefly Funhouse match, theatrical, 
there was really and no there was winner. No winner, right? Besides that, and then he came back during the pre-Andre Royal Rumble and got together with Matt Hardy when Matt Hardy won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's how that team was born. Mm-hmm. That was on like the last very end of Bray Wyatt Eater of Worlds. Do you see this video of Braun Strowman trying to do the kip up and he can't do it? No, this happened yesterday. <laughs> At a live event? Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> and then he sells it. Yeah. It's great. No, but I mean, honestly, I think that a good a good feud, I mean, I think anything with Bray Wyatt, honestly, because if, if you go back in wrestling history to WrestleMania 1, the feud, the big feud was Hogan versus Piper, right? And you had Piper versus Joe Frazier. I'm sorry, Piper versus Mr. T. You had Joe that Frazier. at WrestleMania 2, but Joe Frazier was involved in that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, you know, you had Macho Man... And Hogan at Mania. You had Warrior and Hogan. You had Hogan. The Hogan and Flair was different because McMahon didn't know how to have those two big guys in the same roster. Those are two huge egos, right? And, you know, WCW wanted Flair back, so they sent him back. But, I mean, we, we got Brett and Sean. We got Brett and Austin, right? I don't think of, you know, missing the boat on two guys who never wrestled each other at Mania. Like who? Like Brett and Diesel? Okay. Like who would want to see that? There's no backstory. Um, we got The Rock and Austin, which is what we wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, we had John Cena versus Triple H. We had we had a lot of different feuds. Batista, Triple H, Undertaker. We were supposed. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I mean, for me, I think that you could have done a lot with Bray Wyatt more with John Cena, in my opinion, because John Cena could have took that loss at thirty. He mm-hmm. could have took that loss. He should have took that loss. Well, the same thing with uh, the following year with John Cena Rusev. John Cena Rusev. That's what it was. Because ah, it was yes. the fucking tank. Yes, yes. And they were having sex in the tank, apparently. Yes. yes. I take that back. <clears throat> How do we forget? Because it was during the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there it was. Um, so the question was, like, what, what did we miss? What could we gotten? You know, there was supposed to be an angle between Triple H and The Rock a few years ago, but yeah. and that started at one of those manias. I think it was thirty-two, mm-hmm. um, but that never went anywhere. Um, so that would have been fun a few years ago mm-hmm. when they were both probably more inclined to wrestle <laughs> than they are today. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, I mean, you know, who did we miss out on that we would have liked to see? And of course, anybody who never came across. Meaning, like, whoever never, <clears throat> whoever didn't make the jump back. I mean, the other person you can think of is, like, Sting, I guess, if you're a yeah. Sting guy. Yeah, well, Sting came really late. Yeah. I mean, we all miss Sting versus Undertaker. That's, a, that's like, the big one. Well, not the, not just that. But, well, I mean, yes, of course. But um, if you would have said earlier in the years, because Sting could have came over in the WCW thing, yeah. but he chose not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and loyalty. Record, loyalty, right. What did uh, somebody famous once said? Uh, loyalty one way is foolish, and I had to think about that. I was like, oh, you know what? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. It's a very. But good I mean, point. he was very loyal to the company for WCW, and I mean, to be honest, he had so many memorable matches in WCW. Right. I mean, he was the he's when he's, he first came he's up. He's a dude, WCW like, like legend. Like yeah. he is. Yeah. Like when everybody everybody thinks that Ric Flair is Tried like, the, like the king of WCW, yeah, He's he more is. Than but NWA I mean, guy. like when you really look at WCW, Sting had a huge part. Lex Luger had a huge part. Yeah, because he wasn't here in, in the 
the the F, although he well, Lex heard tried. That yeah, Lex tried between ninety two and ninety four. Came up as a narcissist, yep. and then he became Mister America, and yep. then he just came back to be Lex Luger, and then that ship sailed. He couldn't get over in the company. Mm -hmm. They did a test run with him coming, being announced as the WWF champion on Superstars. They did a wonky thing just as a test run with the crowd, and it fell flat. Yeah, you can look at that on YouTube, but I mean. He was better off in WCW. It's mm -hmm. fine. I mean, people. Not everybody make it makes it in WWE when you come over. Yeah. You know, you you have your exceptions. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, look at AJ Styles. He's been everywhere. He did really well in WC in WWE. Yeah. When is he gonna come back from that ankle? Yeah, he broke his ankle. He broke it in uh, around Christmas time. Maybe he may come back after Mania. And I was gonna say, well, what about Randy Orton too? Yeah. And then there's talks of Jay White coming to WWE. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't see where he fit. Oh, is the other person in the Judgment Day? That's the only place it makes sense. Jay White. Yeah, remember they said that there could be another person coming to the Judgment Day. There could be. That could be him. That's a big personality to put in that in that spot. Well, I mean, between there's a story to tell between him and and Balor, even though they're in the same faction. But um, you know, down the line, that's where you could go with that. Or it could be AJ too. It could be. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's a lot. Then you're That's building. Then you're building a Bullet Club 2.0. Essentially, because I mean, Damian Priest right now is. I mean, is he treading water? Kind of. He's just there. You know. I mean, the the money the money maker of that group is gonna get her shine at Mania. Yeah. I mean, the big. Uh, let's talk about the big thing. I mean, at least for me, I think it's really huge. Is WWE the backlash? Is the backlash? Backlash is going to be in Puerto Rico. It is hosted by Bad Bunny. That's fucking So maybe cool, we'll see man. a spot with him. Absolutely. Yeah. WWE is venturing towards. And they've been um, hinting at it, yeah, mm -hmm. um, for a while. And, and you know, there's uh, been talks about it's doing be stuff. So no, it's, it, it's great. It's gonna, that's Finally, awesome. as they should go. And the last pay per view there was like New Year's Revolution, and I think in 05 or something. Mm -hmm. said, it was, so. yeah, really something like a small pay per view a long time ago. Yeah, which is cool. They still did it, and mm -hmm. they're coming back to do it again, which I think is awesome. So uh, our next question comes from a good friend of the show, Ed Carragher, who actually verbally told me the question. So if I so I, I don't remember word for word, but basically <laughs> his thing was, how come the WWE recently, right, all of their champions has have been guys that have had small movesets or lack of mobility in the ring? Oh, Why do you a, think they do that's that? A, that's a various it is. astute observation. It is. Now, let's look back at that. I mean, Roman Reigns, I explained to him, when Roman Reigns debuted as the member of the Shield, his moveset was a lot different than what it is now. Yeah. More more agility, more... I mean, he was a, he was smaller in size. I think he was more agile back then. I mean, granted, yeah, that was like 10 years ago. So obviously knocking 10 years off your body in the wrestling uh, yeah, world. Yeah, bumps. 10 yeah. years of bumps. We haven't been... I'm not a wrestler, neither is you, but I mean, I think that taking 10 years off your body doing anything is better for your body. Mm -hmm. So 10 years ago... 10 years off of cooking? Could you imagine what it would do oh for my you? God. Oh, my, my God. My lower my, back. Yeah. Yep. My lower back. And my back. hands... Well, it's funny because I don't. Oh my have... god! There's nothing better than getting not just the massage, but when they massage your hands, I'm like, oh, yo, god. Yeah. I never got a a pedicure or a manicure. So oh, I'm I'm talking about like a full massage. Oh, massage, yeah. yeah. And then they do your hands. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a spot. So how come? It's kind of true though. I mean. It, it's funny because I mean for as long as I can remember Vince is always like the big guy 
They're you all know. body guy. I mean, there's a type. There's there a, is. That's the answer. Bobby, there's just a type. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. I mean, Drew McIntyre, when Drew McIntyre was champion, his moveset was pretty big for his size. He has a moveset. He does. He'll do a, a tope suicida. He'll mm-hmm. flip over the rope, not just go through it. You know, mm-hmm. He'll do a bunch of stuff. Bobby, he's kind of one-dimensional. He, he uses his power for a lot. Brock is very one-dimensional. So it, it's very weird. I mean, the, you could say the last, they said the last few, right? That's what Ed was saying. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to probably, if not Drew, then Seth Rollins would be the guy who had the most moveset mm-hmm. uh, of these champions in recent years. Um, Because it's a the person who wears that championship is more of a bigger person in, in history. Yes, we have. We can definitely take out those smaller groups of people. You know, Dan O'Brien. Uh, you know, of the of of the world. Um, even Kevin Owens. You know, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens has a pretty big move set. He does. You know, because he just does everything. Because mm-hmm. he can go between a smaller guy and a big guy. Yeah, he, has he plays up and down to the competition. He had such an interesting role as champion because when he won, I would assume this would break. Yeah, uh, when Cody wins. You know, obviously, because if Cody yeah. wins, uh, right? Yeah, you should win. But you know, you should uh, win. You right? should win. All right, that goes back to what we were talking about before. Um, but to answer the question, I, I just think that it's just uh, these are Vince guys. You know, we mm-hmm. haven't had, you know, will Gargano ever get there? No. You know, you know what I mean. Like these questions. Gargano's like, so good, he's wrestling NXT that weekend. Right. The next big guy. He really is. The next big guy, big guy to get that championship. One day down the line is going to be Gunther, mm-hmm. for sure. Gunther's so good. And then I, I'll I'll pencil Austin Theory in within Absolutely. the next five years. He'll Absolutely. Hold it. Um, I and think he's Seth got a move. I think too. Seth Rollins will be champion within that. Oh yeah, years yeah. Too. Well, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about him. That's yeah. a no brainer. I could think of three, and I just write. You know, you said the third. I, I kind of just feel like that it, if Vince sees something in you as a champion, like he imagines he like he can imagine you holding the belt. I mean, like when Bobby was champion, Bobby was champion during a time where he didn't have any fan interaction. Right. He didn't have a lot of, yeah. you know. And your move set is based upon based upon whether you're face or heel too. Yeah. You're not going to do all these flippy dippy things as we like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a heel, it's not really a heel thing. No. Unless that is what you've always been doing, so it's a little bit different. You know, the the heel role is always reserved for somebody to become some sort of a chicken shit at some point. Mm-hmm. Where they're the cheating to win like that 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 mold is never broken. It just you know somebody. It fits just evolves. It, over it the evolves. Years. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. like when Eddie did it, it was awesome because it was comedy. Like we'll go. Know? Let's let's jump over into MJF over at AEW just for a hot second, just to answer this to put him in this category, right? His move set is pretty decent. Yeah, I, a lot I, of people I, don't like MJF. His move. His. I don't think ring. he wrestles enough personally. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's a whole. He's now become a body guy. Within a year and a half, what a transformation! Yeah, but then a lot of people say also, okay, well, you just said that MJF doesn't wrestle much, but neither does Roman Reigns. There is a huge. There is a, big ass there is a huge oh big God. ass. No, I'm just saying yeah. for everybody no, out I know, there yeah. that like like they're driving like you know they they tilt their head back and like oh what right. the fuck did you just say? They just tried to go into the right lane and yeah. jump back left. Listen, right. there's a huge difference between Roman Reigns and MJF. Like, yeah, we're going to just stop what we're doing and tell you right now. When MJF can get on the category of what Roman Reigns has done in the past three years, 
I take that back. In the past 10 years of what Roman Reigns has done, <laughs> right. then he can come talk to me. Uh, yes, MJF is very good on the microphone. Yes, he plays a chicken shit heel. And yes, he knows how to get the crowd going. That's awesome. Yeah. But to be, you know, relatively important or to mean, you know, as much as Roman Reigns has done in and out of the ring in the past 10 years, then it's a different story. Yeah. You know, people may know who Roman Reigns is without ever watching wrestling. You show a picture of this guy, of MJF to somebody who's ever watched wrestling, they may think that he's a fucking, like, accountant or something like that, you know what I mean? Just some actor. But... At the end of the day, that's the point. It is. It's the point, and you see what good promotion and, and just being the top... Like, you get the Vince point. Like, this is it. He's a guy who stands out. He transcends what he's a part of. Mm-hmm. And that's always mattered because the super, the word superstar is supposed to be larger than life. And, you know, you, you see the difference between the two. Absolutely. Um, but to go back into the, the WWE side of things, I just had to bring that up because I know he, that's a good person to, to interject into this conversation. Well, you have to because you're comparing two different companies and they're champions. Yeah. Yeah. How they're so different. Right. Yeah. They're heels and they, they, well, I mean, uh, one's carried the championship for an eternity now, and the other's just shows up when he wants to. Yeah, and like, I'm not talking about Roman no, Reigns. No, like the thing know? with AEW is their roster is so bloated, and their roster has so many different members of talent that... There might be time for them to trim the fat. Well, you're, you're, you believe you're, jug- that, you're you juggling know? two companies, essentially, with Ring of Honor and AEW on the same program. Although they're, then, they are starting to break away. They have the... Um, the, the, the Ring of Honor show. But yeah. you still have both of them in, you know, mixing Durard's, Durard's dynamite, you know. But I mean, um, the AEW, I think, is they're putting so much emphasis on just coming up with new feuds to keep people entertained. Yeah, that they're still not developing all their characters enough. Mm-hmm. Like we saw QT Marshall. Did you see this? QT, uh, some of it. He. <sighs> cost Warlow the TNT title so now it's on Powerhouse Hobbs right. but QT Marshall ended the factory Freehold Zone by the way Freehold Zone ended the factory which was a stable that he's been just floundering in for two years now he's doing this QTV thing which mm. is like this cryptic um, we'll find out more on Wednesday but they had like a little promo for it two weeks ago and then he comes back and cost Warlow the title Mm. So now Warlow's going to start a program with him. Meanwhile, Powerhouse Hobbs is the TNT champion. At one point, the TNT title was, it was Cody Rhodes, it was Brody Lee, and then it was Cody Rhodes, and it was like... Darby. Yeah, but it was held in such a high honor. Now they're just like trading it around. Uh, Sammy Guevara, Scorpio Sky. Several times, Sammy Guevara Darby Allen, um, Samoa Joe, Warlow, Samoa Joe, Warlow. Darby again. Darby. Um, and not in that order. Yeah, but those are the powerhouse players. Hobbs now. So I mean, like a lot of people have been touching that title belt. Um, so, but they have to. You have to. You have to have your faces on television. Like you have to to that's, make yourself relevant. Yeah. You got to have feuds, and yep. you know. It, but they're doing. They're just doing too much. They're yeah. just doing too much. A no, question. I get it. Question from a loyal listener, Franco eight two one on Instagram. How would you save Baron Corbin's career? Oh, I commented back on him. I said, "Well, you got to bring out that bum ass." Bum ass Corbin. Bum ass Corbin was, Corbin was the best. Actually, doing Baron really Corbin. good. Yeah, 
Bum ass Corbin and was the second, Lone Wolf was good. Yeah, that was gonna say that was the best. NXT Lone Wolf where the hairline needed to go. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel deep down that they are going back to that. And I think maybe the split and you know the JBL thing didn't work, so they pulled the plug on that. Um maybe they might transition back to that lone wolf ordeal. I think they should. Because when he... In his iteration, at, at his weight and what he looks like now and, and whatever, going back to that... Good size. Would be great. Yeah. And He's I in good really shape. think he could be a champion if they if they went with that same model that they were doing in NXT, which, guess what, Triple H was doing at the time. He might get somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he might be over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Baron Corbin can definitely be over. Yeah, I think Baron Corbin getting over now in this wrestling climate can happen. I think a lot of people are looking for that new, maybe old, go back to his old ways with the lone wolf. Cause I, it worked. It worked. I told you it worked. It got over in NXT, granted smaller crowd, different fan base, whatever. But when you put that up to the main roster, he was a good U.S. champion as a, as a heel. Yep. I mean, bum-ass Corbin was hilarious because, bum-ass you know, Corbin. you're... Because you're, I mean, let, let and let's be honest. You're the person at, who put him over there was Pat McAfee. Exactly, so. but I mean, the entertainment factor in wrestling that role was great for him, as being a bum. Um, I don't think anybody. And it was very short, but it was very good. It was good. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> oh, enjoy good. the constable part. That was too. Oh, that was very. That was meta. too forced, <clears throat> too scripted, and we've seen that version before with the authority and yeah, all it didn't these... work outside of yeah. The we saw it with like know. Sonya Deville too. It was just like when when they make these professional wrestlers turn into like a faux GM. Yeah, yeah, but like technically the wrestlers can still wrestle. Like I understand if it was, you know, I'm trying to think of good like Shawn Michaels. He's the commissioner or whatever of NXT. You know, like if Shawn Michaels is in that role, like or or when Mick Foley was the GM of yep, Raw, Raw, that was different, right? Because we knew that he wasn't going to come back and wrestle. Baron Corbin was making matches, and then one of them he was in. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just like that didn't work. That was too much, I think, on his trying to be a character that he wasn't. I think the bum ass Corbin was funny because everyone was just giving him shit, and everyone saw that he had bad luck. But the lone wolf gimmick, I really enjoyed because he started off with that. He got over with that, and it was actually a believable character for him. Now you you take the hair away, you take a smaller frame now because he's more in shape. Um, I think him being rich, I think that has really the whole rich gimmick. Who do who do we who do we know in wrestling that's rich? MJF, right? He's technically he's rich. Cameron Grimes, we saw that before. Yeah, but we, you know? we don't even see him. But uh, I mean, dates back obviously is the Million Dollar Man. You know all these. Uh, that rich gimmick can just go out the window in today's climate. Of yeah, wrestling. I mean there always has been, and then they try to be interject rich. some like crypto yeah. stuff. You know, like they tried to inter. You can be rich and it'd be a dickhead it, like what MJF is doing. Talk about your wealth to get you over. You know what I mean? And talk about your suits and all the stuff that's been going back as far as Ric Flair. But but is he wealthy, though? Who? (laughs) MJF. Is he? he, Well, his whole gimmick is he was born into a rich family. He grew up as a rich snob, and he's better than you, and then he knows it. it. Yeah. So, but, I mean, to save Baron Corbin's career, I think what the first thing he would have to do, because, I mean, right now he is acting as, like, 
he is putting people over on Raw. He's been putting people over for a very for long a very time. long time. Remember, <laughs> there's, only, there's only one person ever kicked He's been out of doing his finisher. It, yeah, He's the safest true. worker in yeah. the WWE. Apparently, only one person's kicked out of his finisher ever, and that was a Drew. That was Drew McIntyre out of WrestleMania. Um, but I think what he's doing right now, wrestling guys every week, and you know that he's in the lose because like the new thing is doing interviews with Baron Corbin and then cutting away like he doesn't matter, even though yeah. it's kind of funny. Um, I think it's time for him to, not just him, but the WWE to take him serious a little bit and get a couple wins under his belt to where he's back at the Lone Wolf gimmick. Yeah. Drop the richness, drop the money, come back dark character. Could you imagine he gets into the money in the bank again and wins it? As a dark wrestler and the dark persona could but i don't think he needs that briefcase in that spot the briefcase is meant for somebody that chicken uh, that not going to say chicken shit heel but is a heel but then can show off the briefcase and talk about it in a way that makes it and definitely use that briefcase like that that's why the la night of it all the la night la night is probably the best choice for that because it's not a title belt. Remember, it's not a title belt. He and can have it for a year. Not guaranteed like it used to be. Yeah, right. it's not. So, I mean. Ask Corbin. Yeah. Right. And a lot of other people. Yeah. But, Damian Sandow. Yeah. Uh, John Cena. John Cena. Braun Strowman. Um, Otis. Mm-hmm. But. <sighs> well, I mean, he didn't cash it. It was the mid. But, yeah. yeah that, but, I mean, I think, I, think, I think Baron Corbin can go back to his lone wolf gimmick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. I think so. And that's so, the way to save his career. Yeah, so another question from uh, Anthony, who messaged us. Um, he has two questions. We'll do the first one, and then I'll piggyback, because the second question I think we'll talk about more. So if the first one is, like most NXT call-ups, Gargano is floundering in the main roster mid-card. Do you think bringing DIY back together would save Gargano's career? That would be awesome. That's a great question. I'm all about it, because... Champa's hurt right now. There's still a story to tell with those guys if you still care about it enough. Although that's not for us, it's for the fans to understand who what the rivalry was, what the 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 love loss was there. You got to tell you, you know, got to like, tell a big story because yeah. if you really look at it, the story of Gargano and Champa is kind of similar to the story of Zane and Owens. Mm-hmm. Right? And ironically Zane and Owens are going to get back together and wrestle the Usos for the title at Mania. They would be great to carry the Tag Team Championships. I mean, they did it in NXT for a minute, and uh, you know, it was great. I mean, that gives those guys direction. It gives them a way to get in closer to the top and work their way up. Um, Not, you know, in in front of the fans who just don't know them like you and I would. The the main roster fans, let's call them. um, Versus us marks as the NXT guys. Um, but yeah, I think that would be best total. I, I didn't even think about that. So that was well said. Great question. So DIY Gargano. Yeah. <clears throat> because it, it's it, going to take a lot speaks, of work. I'm telling you, it speaks to people. People know it. It's recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, it would take you, work. You have to but... do a couple things first. First, you have to repackage and re-debut Ciampa. And remember, He's got, the only way to do it is, is the easiest way you've been telling stories for a long time. He runs out. He makes a save on Gargano coming back after his injury next week or the week after, however they like to do it. That's when you begin to tell a tale and you start to tell something. And, well, it, and it could be, although you don't want to play the same trope that you're doing now with uh, Sammy and uh, Kevin, but you know they could 
all right, yeah, you made the save. All right, I'm good. You know, I, I didn't really need you. And then they slowly build back to each other again. Tale as old as time, right? We like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this that is, works. It, I think this is going to be harder because the fans really never got a glimpse of Champa because when he came up, he kind of he, he had a so weird, weird came up, Miz. come up, and they came with the Wiz. And then he got the hurt Wiz, the with Wiz. the Miz. Nobody beats the Wiz. I uh, came up with the Miz, and that's where we kind of saw him last. Mm-hmm. So for WWE to tell that story and put so much focus onto Champa like that. It's gonna take a lot of work, and then like the whole. And then well, the only thing I can uh, cut you off there is, like, I can see somehow Gargano and the Miz get into something, and like I was saying, you know, the Miz is really kicking his ass, and then yeah. Champa is he gonna help the Miz because that's where he last was, or is he gonna help Gargano who they have I think more history not, I think, with? I think he would help Gargano. Yeah, but then and, and then that he, would be a way to, to tell that story to, to mix the two. Because right okay. now, if 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 I told you Champa and Gargano versus Owens and Zayn, that's a phenomenal match. To As, you and I. To you and I, yeah. I watch that all day. So would I. Yeah. Um, but it, it reuniting Gargano, and I mean like Gargano's story of being called up was he was called up and no one knew he was coming then he got involved with dexter loomis and the miz and you know he he had a shot to be u.s champion in the chamber didn't win that obviously but, but he got I mean, the opportunity he which... got the opportunity which was fine i mean yeah. that whole match was about opportunity bronson reed montez ford johnny gargano that's a point you know, I mean, you he'll, had, he'll, you had Priest. Gargano could be in the Money in the Bank. Yeah, you you had Priest, Rollins, and Theory, who were all former champions. Mm-hmm. So the half that match was opportunity, half that match was putting it right. on, you know, possibly someone who already had the belt. But I mean, Gargano really never had obviously the story that he had in NXT to where he is now, just because of the roster and where he fits in his description of why he's being called up. I mean, he's being called up to have high quality matches. And you know, and now he's going back down, Danik. And he, it's I don't not, use the term "back down" in a negative down. way. He's finishing the story with Grayson Waller. So that right there means something because mm-hmm. he's finishing a story. It works in this in what they're doing right now. Plus, he's uh, Shawn Michaels' pick. Yeah. So just like when <laughs> this, I don't know, just like when McMahon versus Trump at WrestleMania 22, McMahon picked. Umaga, Trump yeah. picked Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So, I mean, he's being represented by Shawn Michaels. And if you don't know much about Johnny Gargano, he dedicates his career to Shawn Michaels, basically. Yeah. He's dressed like him. He's acting like him. So, yeah. it, it walks makes, like a duck. Yeah, it, like it duck. makes perfect sense. Yeah. But to bring him back in WWE more relatively, and if you do bring DIY, I think that's a good move. We really got to tread the water of how you tell that story to make it passion enough for wrestling fans to give a shit. All right. When you have two great wrestlers come back together like Ciampa and <clears throat> and Gargano, you know I would care because I like watching them wrestle. Yeah, but to a, to an average fourteen year old or eleven year old kid who only watches it for Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, to me, okay, this is just two regular guys. Well, then that's where I think if they did the tag team right, those little kids who don't know anything would really get behind them yeah. and really start to like you, them. You, you know gotta I mean? you gotta favor from not the symbol, favor, but you, you got know, to, to the, 
Yeah, tell the story. The yeah, right tell way. the story. So I mean, now, hell, and then you can work towards the breakup again. Yeah, the second the, line, the second half of Anthony's question, which I really like, is probably our favorite question for the satchel for today. Or what are your top five WrestleMania matches of all time? Oof. Now we That's know the second part of that question. I mean, and well, it was two back to back. Oh, questions. got it, got it. But I mean, you know, when you ask someone that question, what are your top five WrestleMania? matches and it doesn't have to it be doesn't have to a be an event that's event. where everybody would go to you know um for me now well, again you have, you again brett this and is, Owen. again yeah exactly again this is why you watch wrestling do you watch wrestling for entertainment because there were a lot of good matches that were entertaining to watch right, right. you know like you go back last year the sammy versus johnny knoxville match was it the greatest match of all time? No, but it was really funny and entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'll be damned if you didn't you know, go back to yeah, actually want to watch that. Like, I that. watched that yeah. uh, just because it was entertaining to watch. But my favorite matches now, like, I've been watching wrestling since I was six years old, so 31 years this year. If I had to pick in no order my top five just because of why I watch wrestling, for me, um, it's Savage or Steamboat. That match is just phenomenal. Like when you when you're when you're watch because when you watch that match on that card, obviously the biggest match on the card is Hogan versus Andre. Yeah. But if you look at why you watch wrestling, wasn't that wedge between the midget match? No, or no. The the macho macho steamboat match was like the third or fourth one left on the card. Okay. After that, I remember it was Jake the Snake versus Honky Tonk Man, and Alice Cooper was in Jake's corner, mm-hmm. I believe. Then they had another six man tag. And then the main event. Got it. Um, but I mean that that match on that card, obviously, wrestling wise, just beat out everybody. Spectacle wise, not as big as Andre and Hogan. Everyone looks at that because oh, of the build. But the, the build, build was there. Yeah, the, the build. build was the build there. was there at Macho and Steamboat. Yeah. So you know I mean, what also really <laughs> helped was the platforms that people got driven to the ring on. Like that also. That was cool. Was part of the whole story for the whole night. Yeah, the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, that that's one of mine. Owen versus Brett at WrestleMania 10 is another one. Um, no I, I no think, title. Do, yeah, no belt, Austin, on, no belt on the line. Yeah, no belt on the line, right? It had no meaning except Owen versus Brett. It went 30 minutes. Owen beat his brother in the opening match of WrestleMania 10, but even though Brett got the rub at the end of the event, walking out as champion. But again, why do we watch wrestling? The parents were in there, right? Yeah, that was uh, where they kept I, showing us. I watch I watch wrestling Martha. for a little bit of everything: yeah. the matches, the athleticism, the spectacle. That match had everything: the story, yeah. the wrestling, the heat, the heel, the face. The the lineage of the name, the heart, just had everything in it. Yeah. So Although I mean the planets aligned for that one yeah. for sure, yeah. So again, like as as we talk about what we like, remember whatever you like may be completely different. You may say, Okay, I like Undertaker versus Diesel or Under Undertaker versus Sid at WrestleMania thirteen. You know, again. Um I mean Hogan versus um not Hogan, I take that back. Austin versus Brett in a uh, I quit match WrestleMania twelve. No, 13. I'm sorry. WrestleMania 13. Again, another match. You yeah, had... I quit where... It, yeah, because it also... It was... You see the It told so of, of many Stone stories. Cold. Yeah. It was the end of the New Generation era, the beginning of the Attitude era. It was the end of Bret Hart and WWF, but then the beginning of Stone Cold. 
you saw where wrestling was changing, what direction it was going in. More of a harsh reality to professional wrestling, more of a harsh reality to life for these kids watching it that have an attitude, hence the Attitude Era. Yeah. Um, I like the um, birth of a character in Stone Cold and the death of one in Bret Hart. Um, you know, this match yeah, had every, th- sure. this match had where I think that you saw for the first time where the Sh- face Shawn Michaels versus Bret where uh, Shawn won. Yeah, the face was getting booed next year. I know more just another year. Right, right the yeah. face was getting booed more at the end of the match than the heel was getting booed. That's and the heel was getting cheered. You saw the double turn. You saw the double turn, in my opinion, one of the first times in professional wrestling, right there. So you had you had Brett, who was you know Mister Goody Two Shoes. You know he had that whole Canada USA run for for pops and gimmicks a couple you know years before. But oh, now yeah. you saw the birth of this with Stone Cold, like the Canada Stampede. Yeah, and I mean, Brett did a one hell of a job getting that character over yeah. in Stone Cold. I mean, granted, it's ironic how Brett got out of the company because he got screwed, allegedly. <laughs> but um, but right another there, that, that match had everything you need. So, I mean, right there is my number three. Um, it, it's hard not to put The Undertaker on a list, but I mean... Well, I was going to say Rus- uh, WrestleMania. Um, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels won. From 25. Yeah. That was another phenomenal match. Yeah. And Again, I, I, how, how, how is that not on the main event? It's hard not to. I mean, they made their mistake one year, and then the next year it was Shawn Michaels versus um, Undertaker and Michaels' last match. Yeah, but... The first TLC match is what I think of. Russell, was that WrestleMania 2000? Yeah. So, um, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And now, like... You think about that, now, you're like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, so, I mean... F- I mean, for me, my like, if you're keeping track, my top four: Steamboat Savage. You have uh, Hart versus Hart. You have Hart versus Austin, right? I'm definitely gonna put Taker versus Sean, and then my fifth. To be honest, I'm I'm going Rock and Hogan. Okay, I'm going I'm going Rock and Hogan. So much drama with that match, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 18, right? The flashlights. You had the fans. You had the old school wrestling fans rooting for Hogan. Then you had the new school, The Rock. The Rock was the heel for the half of the match. Hogan, Hogan hooked up like Hulkamania for the second half. Just the spectacle alone. You saw the passing of the torch, and then, which was weird. Because which he, is weird because The Rock wasn't around uh-huh, for much longer. Yeah. If that yep. match happened four years earlier, yeah. But you know, you, you kind of saw the passing of the torch for that moment. Right. But it might have been a passing of a torch in a metaphorical sense for the rest of the yeah. the, the boys in the back. Let's say the boys and the girls in the back. Like when the rock when, when the rock was whipping Hogan with his belt and he spit on it. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and then when and then the rock did the rock bottom and he hooked up. You're like, oh my god. And then at the end of that match, the NWO came out to yeah. beat Hogan's ass. Yeah, and, and then yeah. the NWO and then Hogan and then turned on the NWO. Couple programs. Yep. Yeah, and then Hogan becomes red and yellow again and wins the title. Yeah. So I mean, those are my top five. Yeah. That's just me. I base my list off of uh, agility, excitement, <laughs> agility. and no, I do. Uh, Half my list is based off of like okay, wrestling in ring, spectacle, meaning, so, moment, so the, I think emotion. The, I think you're looking for work rate. Yeah, work yeah, work, work rate, rate and emotion is my what my list is. Right. You know, uh, you so. had two of mine. You had uh, Rock and Hogan. You had uh, Heart versus Heart because fucking a. I I said WrestleMania 2000 with the TLC match, mm-hmm. um, just for the. 
car crash that was. I mean, like, that oh. was unheard of, you know? So, and they were going into times where now that TLC is just like, you know, that's all you think about. So, that's a groundbreaking. That's so like Hell in a Cell. Right when there. you think of Hell in a Cell, the first match I think of is Ho- is Mankind vs. Undertaker. Yeah. Um, so, another WrestleMania match for me would be. Give you three. I do like, as much as I hate him, I do like WrestleMania 7. Um, Ultimate Warrior match. Oh, Man. wow. That match that match delivered on storyline more than anything. That's why. That match was all about Macho. It was all, this, yeah, it correct, was all about Macho. Right. Nothing to do with nothing to do Oh, with no, no, no. Because Ultimate Warrior, Warrior, as we know, doesn't sell for shit. And Macho Man really had to, like, he went 25 minutes. Overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, he likes to plan shit out. The, the this last, guy, you think, yeah. I'm pointing to Ultimate Warrior, the uh, figure on the wall. I'm like, you think this guy <laughs> had that in him to do all the that? The last Hell eight no. minutes of that match was just the Warrior, like, slowly killing Macho Man with the, yeah. all the, the, the body, the back body slams and the splashes and all that stuff. Yeah. The last eight minutes was like a slow burn. And uh, so that was what four, and I'll put a more recent uh, match in there. I had mentioned, alluded to it earlier. Um, WrestleMania 34, the opening match, the Intercontinental mm. Championship, uh, ladder match, I believe. No, no, it wasn't a ladder match. No, it, was it was just a triple threat. Rollins versus Balor versus Miz. All right, I thought it was. How did Miz in get in on that part? Yeah, by the other two, by yeah. default. I mean that that's something I go back to watch. Yeah. I haven't watched that Mania. From start to finish, but I've watched that match. That was a good mania. That was an entertaining mania. It was really good. It the was set very, was very probably good. one of the best ones I've seen in in, in a while. Because mm-hmm. they had that mask. Oh yeah, Taker versus Cena, allegedly. It yeah, happened. Cena's in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Had, that was Ronda Rousey's first match. Yep, that was a very good match too. Yeah. Surprisingly, that was her best one. It was her. First that was one. Ronda Rousey's uh, first. You match. had um, Braun Strowman won with a kid. Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas. Their champion. Mm-hmm. Um, wonder what that kid's doing now. Oh yeah, um, uh, yeah. So there's my five. Uh, good list. Now, like I, we have some of the same, but again, remember, again, you... there's plenty of them, and it's of course lists are great because they're debatable. They right? are, yeah. So, you know, with that being said, we talked about our top five mania matches of all time. Now, this is a great segue to talk about, you know, the ending of our episode for today, and and looking at the matches on the card for mania. Do you see any match on the card this year that can enter that top five? Uh, it's tough because I don't think any. It it's hard when the list isn't like decisive yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, mean, in my in my opinion, official Roman Reigns. Any match with Roman Reigns hasn't come close to a top ten Mania match. This one opinion. could. This one why could. because of Rhodes? Possibly. I think that if well, you look at Roman's here opponents, the, here we thought the triple threat with uh, Daniel Bryan and Edge would have panned out. Well, I, I mean, it was that match was so weird. It was yeah because Edge was like I felt like he with was Edge just coming into it again. Like I kind of felt like groove. yeah, I, get I it. felt like it was more Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, and like Edge was Edge was the special guest. Edge was just yeah. there. Yeah, like all right, you lay down, come back on these big spots. No, no, it's perfectly fair. It's a good point. It is. That's why I was like that. That one seemed like no, really I wasn't a big off. fan of that. Um, I mean, again, to be honest, if I had to pick one, we could, match, get, we could get whoever Walter faces. Exactly, that could be the one. I'm telling you, it's it's gonna be Gunther. I mean, Gunther. It's gonna me. be Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus. That has that's 
to me, if that's the match, that's going to be the best match of now, the weekend. Now, remember, it's three big-ass dudes, so you know what you get when you get that. But The way they do it. it the way you do it. I do think Logan Paul versus Seth is going to be really good, too. I, I think they're all going to be good. Low-key, this could go down as memorable. And I feel like we always say this, but I don't think there's been that much hype behind some of the other cards. Maybe it's the two-night thing. I really don't know. The women's matches are going to be good. Charlotte versus Rhea. Yes. And Becky versus o- Bianca versus Oscar. Charlotte, Rhea, too. Now Which now we I, have this. I hope we have the six woman night. damage control. It's not. Um, main I, event I heard is that be... Trish Stratus could turn heel here. And then That's we what have I heard. A, a run. With Trish um, and Becky. Yeah, through SummerSlam. Yeah. Which would be great. That would be cool. Trish did say she wanted to come back and do some like work work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But again, like now... In this climate of wrestling, you know, we're going to see the, the six... I mean, we're only going to see these three women matches, and that's going to be it, which is perfectly fine. I mean, again... You know, you'll have something. I, 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 I have heard that the women's tag champs may pull double duty because they really want to give the belt to Shayna and... Uh, I mean, if they do pull... Well, dub- I didn't see that from this past uh, SmackDown. Well, if they do pull double duty, because Ronda's a- allegedly hurt, apparently. Yeah. So if Ronda comes back and they pull double duty that she's able to clear, that'd be a good way on night two... To get the belt off of because they had to work twice. Yeah. yeah I well, get, not yeah. just that, but then to put Trish in as a heel. You could have Trish costing the titles on night two. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You set up that feud. Got it. Mm-hmm. And then they... Yeah. Unrelated to them losing to uh, Shayna and Ronda because they can just show up and just challenge. Like those two are at a point where, you know, one, it's believable and two, okay, Mm -hmm. they'll make anything happen. I mean, this mania is going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Um, I think that they're still, I think the next two weeks, obviously, I mean, are important, but I think the next two weeks are going to be huge to finally finish the stories of what you're trying to process here. Yeah. Like, we're going to get, obviously, the announcement of Brock, I mean, of Bray versus Bobby and the match for the IC title, and that's going to be right. it. That's going to well, be it. Then I also think that we need to have a definite what's going on with Ray and Dom. I think oh, that, yeah. that low-key could be one of the ones that we remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be the one that's going to be Ray Mysterio's end yeah. career. Yeah. Guy's, so getting, guys getting ducked into the Hall of Fame. The same Who weekend. else is going on? They said the Great Muda. I heard that. I mean, there's a possibility. Great Muda. Lillian Garcia, I heard his name floated out there. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, somebody said Batista. But I mean, if well, it's he's he- due one. Yeah, if it's headlined by Ray, which should be the case, maybe. They could co headline Batista and Ray Mysterio. Batista, Ray Mysterio, Great Muda, Lillian Garcia, and the Warrior Award. They want to keep it a small class this year, I heard. Okay. And oh, apparently, mankind has already been reached, or Mick Foley's already been reached out to 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 announce one person. So who does man? Who does Mick Foley know? You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Yeah, is Terry just... is Terry Funk in the Hall of Fame? I think he is. I yeah, he is. Like he is. I feel like he is. I feel like he is. Him he and Dory. But... Yeah, but time will tell. Yeah, right. But Taylor um, 
that was a great satchel. Thank you for everyone commenting your questions. And it revolved around what we wanted to do with this episode, which was give our huge WrestleMania update and talk about the satchel. Because we are, when we come back to you next week, it'll be two weeks to Mania. And that's when we're really going to hype up our predictions for our big episode, our go home show the week after. But, um, big show, big show. The big show, huge show. But, um, to find us on social media, you can go to Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be coming back to you bigger and better than ever with another episode leading into Mania. What What is going to be announced or what is going to be changing since uh, we do have Mania coming in a couple weeks now. So we'll be talking to you about that and so much more. On Hopefully, a brand new you know, episode. good news there in the yeah, sense good that like, we got good yeah. stuff Hopefully coming nothing and, bad and more uh, Hall of Fame inductees yeah. and everything in between. So as, for, we, as we go down this wow. road. Next year, next year, next week is episode 150, if you include Instagram Live. Wow. So our 150th episode is next week. Thank you so much for being on the journey with us. So for the 149th time, as always, I'm your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi. Always sitting across the desk is the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Yep. We are Sons of Flip Radio. We are out for today. And, And as always, peace, love, and wrestling. And in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yert.